This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. My name is Ron Ecstasy, and this is the Blue Men Group. I'm joined today, as always, by my with my co-hosts, Devin Welsh and John Beedron. What's up? What's up, Ron? Yo. Not much. Okay, so uh, election happened. It was fun. Ron Ecstasy News Network had the live stream with the phone calls. That was a lot of a lot of uh, craziness. Phone calls from Brazil. Phone calls from Australia. Phone calls from New Zealand. Phone calls from Canada. And then some from the United States as well, where the election <laughs> was actually happening. Unbelievable uh, show worldwide. Yeah, it was global and very uh, exclusive. Also, extremely exclusive. I, yeah, uh, although uh, you could find it online at <laughs> Twitch.tv/RonX. That was your biggest night ever, wasn't it? That was. It was uh, triple it was, digits. It was jam packed, and it was awesome. And th- there was uh, like seventy nine missed calls or something on on the. Uh, <laughs> On the hotline, the people thought you were a polling place. Yeah, the election hotline was was great, and uh, even got some messages. Heard those messages. Thank you very much for calling in. So let's uh, begin as we do with some compliments. Let's keep it keep it uh, keep it tight, high and tight. Um, Dev, compliments. Your energy today is just exuberant, and uh, I hope it you know seeps through the online tubes and comes into my life. I really yeah. Thank you. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah uh john do you want hard worker you had some <laughs> audio issues and you figured it out and you, you like really dug your heels into the ground and, and you know <laughs> you 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 got it working and now you your your uh beautiful voice is being amplified by a beautiful microphone and that's all because of your hard work so thanks ron d- i think i'm gonna put that on my resume Doug digs heels in, Ron Ecstasy. Yeah. You dug yeah. your heels in, great lower body strength, and you pulled it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've got that great. Slavic lower back. Yeah. It allows do. me to really push Very through. Muscular. You do. Yeah. It's uh, your no back fat on you. I'll go next. Uh, Ron, um, uh, wonderful streams. Uh, keep them coming. Um, Thank you. You're the, you're the dial a daddy of this election season. <laughs> that's important. Um, and for John, uh, uh, fearless and digging your heels in, figuring out those audio issues and, uh, you know, speaking, uh, speaking only when you can speak truth and I, and I admire that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I appreciate that. Devin, one word for you, gregarious, mm-hmm. been very giving mm-hmm. and patient. Mm-hmm. You've been very helpful, especially in setting up this morning. Ron, wise. You're a very wise man. You were wise on election night. You're very sage. Good presence in the in the world. That's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was a really nice uh, compliment section. Uh, let's close that. Let's uh, seal that envelope and send it out into the mail. It's going to take four to six weeks to reach you, but Swag. Hey, that's okay. Um, so seal it with a kiss. Let's let's get to the election. Um, so obviously we know who is running and that still seems to be, you know, it's up in the air. So whatever, that's going to happen. 
What I'm looking at in this election, as you know, is the third party vote. So the third party vote sunk uh, quite a bit this election. Um, I think you can, you know, connect the dots in your head about that one. But uh, we've got some results right here. Um, Dev, you you uh, remember Joe Jorgensen, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, that is the libertarian candidate. So Joe Jorgensen got 1.1% of the vote, which is actually like, that's pretty hefty, you know? That yeah. is pretty significant. But that only accounts to 1.64 million votes. And again, I guess only. You know, there's, there's a few states, uh, you know, still haven't decided what they want to, who they want to win. Uh, they're counting but, votes, I guess. But we again, to reiterate, we say, don't care who wins. We're not we're, interested in the two main political parties. That's not right. where the scope of our Yeah, what we're talking about, will be. Joe Jorgensen underperformed 2016 Libertarian Party. You know, it played a role, but this time around, not looking so good. 1.6 million votes uh, seems like a lot, but in American politics, that's like pocket change. Yeah, you know, that falls out of your pocket when you sit down on the couch to relax and you forget yep. about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think dog catchers typically get around 1.2, 1.3% of the vote. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that's that's underwhelming. But let's get into some of the more interesting third parties and see where they are. Yeah, well, you can I mean, pull up we, that info, Ron. Yeah, I, I, I can. Uh, so I mean, what we have here is like, again, I mean, Howie Hawkins, our uh, Green Party friend, who uh, who didn't want us to get lost in the sauce. That was kind of uh, his 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 thing, his campaign slogan. He only got a uh, three hundred twenty-eight thousand votes, which yeah, he wanted us much. to vote our values, and um, <laughs> I I don't think many people did vote their values this time around because yeah. I I do earnestly think that there's probably a ton of people in America that if they were offered the Green Party platform, yes, uh, against the Republican or Democratic Party platform, that would be their values. That's what they actually want, but nobody. Yeah. Uh, Nobody votes that way for a million different reasons, which we yeah, which frankly we, don't have time to get into right now. Yeah, because there's because <laughs> there's one million of them, so we know what they all are, but we just can't quite cover them all. Yeah, you have to listen to previous episodes where we touch on each one, and there will be uh, nine hundred thousand plus more. <laughs> so uh, keep your ears peeled. But yeah, that's I mean it's tough, and I, I wonder I wonder how Howie you know how Howie's night went. Um, what what his texts? I would have loved to seen a screen capture if I could like watch his <laughs> screen on his phone and just see like what he's checking out. Like, is he, you know, is he on the Ace Hardware app that night, like looking at a <laughs> vinyl siding for his house, or is he looking at a, you know, um, results coming in from all the other places where they're saying, hey Howie, like you're polling extremely well in Rhode Island. You've got like, uh, you know, I um, think. I think how it was votes. the Green Party move is to just check Pinterest app and refresh it over and over again <laughs> for like a cute interior design. And That's then true. we've got, um, we don't have the numbers because they're still coming mm -hmm. in. It's so confusing. You know, the election's not done. It's chaotic. We don't know mm -hmm. exactly where everything's going to fall. You know, mm -hmm. we shook the snow globe and the, the little flakes are still falling <laughs> to the ground, but they haven't fallen yet. 
And so all we can tell you at this moment is that of the other parties, the parties that we told you about last week, uh, the Constitution Party, the uh, um, Alliance, American Alliance Party, the uh, uh, independents like Brock Pierce, Brock Pierce, uh, Kanye West, all of your favorites from last week. They're all lumped together into one number. And uh, Ron, could you pull that number up? Yep, we got that right here. That's uh, other candidates. So it's, yeah, we just pool all those people together. 0.3% of the vote. So that's just slightly over what Howie Hawkins got. Uh, it comes in at 362,908 votes. And as Devin just mentioned, votes are still coming in. I see. I can see people right over... Uh, my computer here, there's uh, many people still counting votes in my apartment. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's yeah, funny it's, how the Libertarian and the Green Party are sort of the two-party system of the third parties in that <laughs> the other candidates besides Libertarian and Green yeah. got as many votes as Harry Hawkins. That's true. Libertarians yeah. got like way more. So yeah. in, the, in the third party race, we can call it right now pretty safely. Joe Jorgensen yes. and the Libertarian Party has one the presidential race among the third party candidates. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 100%. And as as John mentioned, all the other party, the the 5th, 6th, 7th and 8th parties are all fighting to the uh, death uh, <laughs> you know for for their own representation and ballot access and all that kind of stuff. But I do still think that that stuff's uh important even if you are, you know, uh, some constitutionalist party or whatever you may be, some very, you know, bad <laughs> policies that I just 100% disagree with. I call them bad parties. I do think it's important that they have, you know, ballot access and that kind of stuff. And as we've said, it's different in every single state. So it's like nearly impossible for small parties to uh, actually get on a ticket. And uh, I wish it wasn't that way. It would be cool if when you went in to vote, the ballot was like 20 pages and it was all just parties you've never heard of. Yeah. 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 I think that's struggling how struggling to be. find. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think the yeah. more parties, the better. The, as, cre- as fucking crazy a party as you want to be, uh, you should be able to get on the ballot in all 50 states because I think people should be able to actually vote their values. You know, like I should be yeah. able to cast my vote for the Green Party and, uh, and feel like it has a chance, feel like, you know, the Green Party is not being crushed because, you know, prior to, the, to this election, uh, the Democratic Party uh, filed tons of lawsuits against, uh, you know, or essentially with the aim of getting the Green Party off the ballot in a yeah. number of different locations. Right. Yeah. And I guarantee that they did not file a single lawsuit against the Libertarian Party in any state. No, right. they did not. Right. right because right. The, 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 the one gesture that I'll make to the two main parties is to say that the Libertarian Party this year could turn out to be the Green Party of 2016 in the yes, sense that right. it becomes the spoiler party right. that uh, that sort of leads to uh, such and such getting the office of the presidency rather than other such and such. Um, yep. And so we'll see how that turns out. But Libertarian Party could be, you know, uh, making a difference. Uh, this, yeah, I, this I saw somebody say that uh, the right wing finally has their own nader to hate yeah right yeah joe exactly jorgensen. joe jorgensen yeah. so joe jorgensen has won the third party presidential race and uh will be uh you'll you'll be you'll be staying tuned from other sources to find out about the other parties the main yeah parties. Con- congratulations joe jorgensen on winning the third party uh race but um something interesting to think about that i'm just kind of uh pulling some some uh information that i received on election night on the ron xc news network stream 
we had a phone call from Brazil. Our uh, friend Carol in Brazil called in, and she mentioned that in Brazil it's mandatory to vote. And yeah, that was so crazy to hear. Yeah, there's some things like she says you can't get like your passport or um, you, it, there was a lot like maybe like car insurance or something like that or like when you're getting an apartment like a lot of you know bureaucratic stuff which and I said to her on, on, on the air I was just like well in America you can't really tell people like they can or cannot do something you know it's kind of a as we said like a libertarian-ish country um, but I thought that was kind of interesting and it and it also reminded me of something that I've heard about uh, Australia as far as I know there's mandatory uh, Australian voting too and what I heard I, I think they they've they've fixed this maybe and we can find out from uh, some of our Australian listeners but uh, they made mandatory voting and people who didn't even know what they would do would just fill in the first bubble you know and then like send it in <laughs> and people a person that i heard about legally changed their name to like aaron aardvark or something like that you know like <laughs> just days like and they they legally changed their name and won the elections because they were just the top name on the wow. ballot that's prime, classic phone book politics prime exactly. minister aardvark <laughs> yeah. so so there's there's like there's limitations to that kind of stuff, you know, like it does sound kind of appealing, maybe in the same way that, um, you know, uh, uh, some sort of like civil service, you know, like where you turn 18 and maybe you do a year of like volunteering or something. People, people like that idea, but then it's like, nah, it's not going to happen, you know? So <laughs> how about this? How about yeah. you don't have to vote, but if you do vote, the government pays you a thousand dollars. I cool. like that idea. Then That'd if you nice. don't want the money, you don't want to vote, you don't care, whatever, no one's going to punish you for not voting. But if you do vote, there's quite a great incentive to vote. So that used to be how it was. Yeah, that could work. I mean, Live like, in New York or Chicago, it's like three bucks a vote. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. that's true. Just but take hey, out the political grift and yeah, make it a blanket thousand bucks. It's like uh, Tommy's got $65 for voting. What the hell? <laughs> he knows a lot of uh, dead people is what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, I think that, so what is that? There's 380 million Americans or so. Is that the, I don't even know the population. That's something only, around there. I thought it was 330, knows. but it doesn't the, matter. The 2020 census, you know, it's not being completed yet. They haven't released the data. So we can't say one That's way true. or the other what thank the you, final American population is. That's right. true. There's a lot of unknowns right now, both in terms <laughs> of demographic counting. information as well <laughs> yes. as electoral results. This is a fluid situation. We will just Unknown say that. Unknowns. So, yeah, so just please, 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 you know, give us some, some uh, leeway that this is an extremely active, fluid uh, so anyway, what I was going to say is uh, if that's $1,000 for, I'm not good at math, and I know I could just place the zeros at the end, but I can't be doing that. I'm trying to record a podcast right now. I'm just saying that's what, like $3 billion bucks for uh, 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 an election? I think they can do that because you look at some of the races that uh, were, were going on in like the Senate. I know this is like the big parties, and we're not going to talk about the big parties. Just don't say the name of the party. Oh, I'm not going to. But you have people... Like, I'm going to say one guy's name, Michael Bloomberg, who spent like a quarter, what, a quarter of a billion dollars on some of these races, and uh, they all lost, I think. So, yeah. like, uh, there seems to be enough money in this election racket that uh, you could probably pay people $1,000 to go vote. 
I think one I of think, the one of the one of the you know under under discussed uh, truths of America is there's a lot of money to go around in this country. <laughs> it's just uh, it's not circulating. You know, it's they you know the blood flow of the country. They need to get up and go for a walk and let some of that money circulate. <laughs> there's a weak some, lymphatic flow. Yeah, in there's this country. some deep vein thrombosis happening, <laughs> and uh, we need to get that blood running. Um, yeah. Uh, 142 billion dollars. I did the math for oh, thank you. this current turnout to give everyone a thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah. We that listen. I've got my pen ready. I'm ready to uh, sign that check with Donald Trump's <laughs> uh, big old signature. Okay. So there's also some interesting things going around because you know it's not just the presidential election. There's there's a uh, I, I were there any like gubernatorial? Do those happen too? That's like every four years. I don't know. Whatever. Um, there were some Senate ones, you know, uh, Democrat, the House, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I almost said the party name, but um, uh, one ballot measure. So you know those proposals and ballot measures you see on on the 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 thing that you you give them the ballot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think I'm following you, Ron. I yeah. Think so. <laughs> I think the uh, most interesting one that that we came across over the past, uh, uh, you know, election season, again, still fluid, uh, was the Oregon 2020 ballot measures. So, which passed, by the way. So, two of the uh, measures, as they call them, there, they're like ballot proposals. I guess you, you could also call them was Measure 109 and Measure 110. So Oregon voters decided Measure 109, which is an initiative to establish a psilocybin mushroom program, was passed. And Measure 110, also passed, is an initiative to decriminalize drugs and establish an addiction treatment program. Now, I think that's... Yeah, that's that's great. Absolutely huge in 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 many ways. Um, it, for the advancement of uh, psychedelic science, I guess. Well, let's get into um, this. Can you pull up one of these? Artic- if you can pull something up that gives us uh, some detailed info on Measure One Hundred Nine and Measure One Ten. Yeah, I would love to. Um, we've got a. Uh, yeah, we have this NPR article here. So the way they they frame it is, uh, they voted to decriminalize illicit drugs. So the uh, the uh, Im- Im- implicit uh thing is that they are illicit um in in this article i think it's implicit that they're illicit but they're you know they're decriminalizing um, and they're not going to be moralizing right that's (laughs) yes thank you deb that's uh so yeah they makes the possession of small quantities of cocaine heroin methamphetamines and other drugs a civil violation subject to a hundred dollar fine but no jail time which i think you know that makes some sense here and i think that somebody like joe jorgensen the uh libertarian candidate would probably agree with this and uh just personally speaking as a civil libertarian um very much on on the lines of you know i think people should be able to uh do what they they want with uh, no violence or harm towards others um you know this is a really positive thing for the state of oregon and again like uh the advancement of Things that don't involve the pharmaceutical industry. Mm-hmm. Oregon also passed Measure 109, the legalization of psilocybin, also referred to as magic mushrooms. Unlike marijuana, this measure only approves the use of psychedelics at licensed facilities for mental health purposes. Studies have shown that psilocybin could be used to treat major depressive disorders, according to the National Institutes of Health. 
That is huge. Uh, the first yeah. the first state to decriminalize uh, illicit drugs is Oregon as of this election. And also, it'll be the first state to legalize the use of psilocybin in a therapeutic context. Yeah. So yeah, I that's guess, a huge new field of medicine. Yeah, exactly. And and it's also like, it's it's. I think some people probably imagine this is just some sort of like, uh, you know, you you have the the roadie for uh, fish who is like has a shed where you can take shrooms or something like that. But this is like I I've. I've seen the interviews with all the researchers at Johns Hopkins and that kind of stuff who have been doing a lot of this research. Um, and it's like a highly legitimate field now. And I think that's like uh, pretty amazing. Just taking a harm reduction approach to uh, drugs and uh, instead of an incarceral uh, approach, I don't know, it makes a lot of sense in 2020. It, it mm -hmm. feels good that we're, uh, you know, kind of maybe... Um, getting rid of those chains of the drug war that have been around for who knows 40 plus years 50 plus years probably and uh i know that um a lot of people are maybe thinking about that onion headline uh drugs win drug war <laughs> right i right. like that in oregon now if you have just a little bit of uh drugs on you it's about as serious as being five minutes late to pay your parking ticket in like la or chicago <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, uh, uh, we don't have the n numbers up, uh, here right now, but the, it goes into what constitutes small quantities of each of these drugs. And it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thing. You can look into it yourself. Um, something, you know, like X number of, uh, hits of LSD, right. uh, X, X uh, amount of cocaine. And some of them are surprisingly large amounts. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably just some really, they probably just got the coolest guy in Oregon who's tried all the drugs and yeah, they have yeah, him yeah. at the back office. Yeah, exactly. I would love to meet that guy. He's like a gremlin that they keep at the state house <laughs> in Oregon. He's just lived a really full life and they, they just keep asking him, uh, yeah, it's like, you know. so how much LSD do you think you should be able to carry on you at one time? It's like, <laughs> yeah, 20 yeah. hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his numbers are like extreme. It's it's insane. And then like the, uh, you know how there's those like parking lot economies at fish shows and like Grateful Dead and things and like mm -hmm. that? Like, you know how they said like when Joe, but, well, I don't want to, I when some of the leaders in the uh, presidential election, <laughs> when they, you know, potentially win that uh, the, the stocks for pharmaceutical companies and healthcare companies like go, they shoot up <laughs> the, uh, the, the parking lot economy at fish and uh, grateful dead shows is uh, oh, skyrocketing. Yeah. It's right a now. bull yeah. market. Absolutely. I love you also um, uh, stereotyping situations like this that are very serious and actually have very good medical, uh, results and just taking it back to the old stereotypes of hippies and uh and drug users so you know well they kind of did it to themselves they made that's that true. association permanent that's but true. uh in any case portland is very quickly becoming you know the uh the bastion of uh you know many things in the united states of america it's true is it's, it it's, it's forming its own unique identity yeah, do you think it's like akin to uh, you know Golden Gate Park in the '60s? Again, talking about the Grateful Dead. But hey, I mean the <laughs> le the the, leg the legality of it is a completely different story here. Yeah, you know, right. In Golden Gate Park in the '60s that that was the beginning of the war on drugs, and you know here yep. we are at what is possibly the beginning of the end.
Yeah, it's true. It's kind of a, uh, yeah, some sort of horseshoe action has just happened uh, with regards to uh, drugs in the United States of America. Let's see if this seeps through. Uh, you know, it's going to take a magic school bus of, uh, you know, um, characters, Ken Kesey characters. It's going to be a, the, the Mary Ken, Pranksters. The Ken Kesey Mary Prankster bus, but full of lobbyists headed to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But like with ill-fitting suits and stuff like that, because they're like they just did shrooms the night before. Yeah, and they're uh, they're a lot like, of paisley. You know like, yeah, exactly. Like they're, it's kind, of, it's yeah, you like those uh those platform <laughs> shoes with suede yeah. on them and stuff. Bell like bottom like suit pants. Yeah, I like that the uh, slogan for the ballot proposal was psilocybin therapy heals hearts and minds. Yeah, is, that's sort of refer it's like calling back to the uh the conversation that Bush and. Uh, Colin Powell were having during the war in Iraq. They're talking about yeah. winning hearts and minds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I know. We're yeah. ending the war on drugs now by winning hearts and minds. Well, and hearts and minds hearts and was minds. the big, you know, motto of of like the war in Vietnam as well. I mean, that's kind of the hearts and minds is kind of like the uh, the motto of American imperial activity. It's like yeah. to go in there, win hearts and minds. Now we're we're healing hearts and minds at home. Our that's domestic a, Vietnam, the war on drugs. Yeah. That is that is actually all of that was extremely smart, and I'm being very serious that everybody made those connections because, like, I mean, part of the reason that the psilocybin, um, you know, medicinal psilocybin stuff is to treat PTSD because people coming back from the endless wars that have been started over the past twenty years, you know, yeah. So like, that's actually absolutely genius, and I'm glad you pointed that out, John, to say like heals hearts and minds, like that is. In, in all of the, the uh, you know, as as Devin just said, that's like the motto of Imperial America. Like, I think that's incredible. And it's truly incredible that it passed. And I hope that, um, you know, some of these people who have come back from endless wars that America has been involved with uh, do find some healing in, um, you know, some alternative psychedelic science. And, I, uh, I think that's great. I think psilocybin th therapy is kind of like a bulwark against the pharmaceutical industry as well. I mean, I feel exactly. like it's, it's a it's a big win for people that don't want to just take the next SSRI or whatever it is. Absolutely, yeah. it's yep. been you know like healing hearts and minds. You know, for decades now, the the United States has been, you know, it's it's been a growing mental health crisis and been a growing, you know, a drug addiction crisis. And I think something like this is definitely good news, uh, for, for everybody. Yeah. So the, uh, Oregon health authority is the organization that will be, uh, you know, overseeing all this. So if you are a, um, you know, a, a young, uh, student of science, uh, maybe psychedelic science or something like that, Maybe you're at the uh, University of Oregon, the Ducks. Um, maybe you're at Oregon <laughs> State, the other school. Um, you know, maybe you live in Bend, Oregon, and you're at the uh, local craft brewery place, and you've had a few too many IPAs, and you're thinking, hey, I could go get a job at the Oregon Health Authority. Now is your time. The, time, the spotlight is on you. Maybe you're in Medford, maybe you're in Ashland, maybe you're in Salem, <laughs> maybe you're in Portland, maybe you're outside of Portland, maybe you're in the you're on the eastern side of Oregon. Exactly. Nobody ever talks about the eastern side of Oregon. Um, but uh, now, again, the spotlight is on you, Oregon. And uh, as I've just uh, looked up um, earlier today, as you know, I'm uh, constantly consuming news like through an IV 
kind of into my uh, veins generally. Um, yeah, they had to swap out the newsboy who delivers the newspaper to you with a medical attache with yes. a, one of those <laughs> that is true. IV stands. Yes, Dr. N-Cube is my uh, personal doctor who <laughs> sits next to my bed. And uh, it's kind of like uh, Michael Jackson and his his doctor <laughs> who ended up killing him by accident. Um, Hopefully but, you won't uh, overdose on news, though. Exactly. But, uh, you know, what I was going to say is uh, that apparently there's riots happening in Portland. And I don't know. I didn't look into it, but uh, I don't think that has to do with the psilocybin stuff. No, I think the Oregon proposal passed with, like, much higher margins than either presidential candidate got in any county. Yeah, these are things that people can actually agree on. Right. Le legalizing psilocybin, decriminalizing drugs... I think it's, uh, you know, these, th this is like a hint of, of, you know, the new American winning coalition to come. Yeah, I hope so. That's, that's, that's a good way to put it. And uh, here's something interesting. So as you know, there's uh, you, organizations like lobbyists, as you said, those uh, ill-fitting suit lobbyists, uh, you know. <laughs> Waving and, gravy, Esquire. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> lead lead, lead uh, lobbyist wavy gravy uh was um you know so they their support com contributions and then the opposing contributions people who you know put tons of money to oppose this very interesting to see here that Oregon measure 109 the psilocybin mushroom services program initiative had zero dollars opposing it and oh wow four million five hundred eighty one dollars seven hundred fifty Oh, blah, blah, blah. Four, <laughs> four point five million dollars. Um, in it's very popular. That's great. Yeah. And the no big one... money, the dark money, the evil geniuses, the the, <laughs> the overlords, uh, they're not interested in opposing this shit. That's great. That's, yeah, because they don't know what it is. I guess <laughs> <laughs> they're not hip enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, congratulations, Oregon. Um, very interesting. Uh, we're, we're happy to keep an eye on you because we, we don't want you to jump off the roof. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you, so, Oregon needs a trip sitter and we'll be here. We're, we're keeping yeah. an eye on them. We're here in uh, the Midwest. We're going to keep an eye on it. But um, yeah, this is a coalition. I like how you put that, Devin. This is a coalition to come uh, uh, in, in the next, who knows, however many years we're going to be voting on this stuff more regularly. So uh, very interesting results coming out of Oregon. Very interesting stuff coming with the third parties. Congratulations to Joe Jorgensen, the uh, <laughs> libertarian candidate for winning the third party race. Uh, Howie, I love you. I wish, you know. Better luck next time, bud. Yeah, I wish, uh, you know, maybe you should go campaign in Oregon. I think you could pull some votes over from over there. Yeah. Maybe add another H to your name. Howie Hawkins. And Howie maybe, H. Hawkins. And maybe you, listener, could uh, get involved in the Green Party, maybe run for office in 2022 under the yeah. Green Party. Who knows? Yeah. Think about it. Who knows? Think think about it. There might be uh, some some of your hosts uh, maybe thinking about doing that over the next uh, four years. But yeah, now's the time. Now is the time. Strike while the iron is hot, they say. And it's, it's very hot. It's extreme. Don't, don't touch it. <laughs> it's very hot. All right, everybody, uh, we're closing in on uh, election 2020 uh, results. And again, this is a fluid operation, but um, 
we have, uh, you know, our heroes of the week, hero of the week. But this week we have two heroes of the week. And again, unsure if they're actually like heroes or anti-heroes. Just like, <laughs> just take, just, you know, be like, it could be like G-Y-R-O of the week. It doesn't matter. Like this could be any hero is open to interpretation. But um, first off, uh, do you know Paula White? Uh, Donald Trump's spiritual advisor? <laughs> I don't know her. Yeah, Did Donald, you know, Donald Trump's pastor kind of thing. Yeah, do you know he has he has a pa- he needs a pastor? I didn't realize it. Yeah. I just assumed that he received the word of God himself right. directly. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, what I thought he, too. Why does he need a, an interpreter? Yeah, so I well, I, I have no idea. So um he's God illiterate. Pa- Paula White is uh, currently, this is coming from Right Wing Watch, a Twitter uh, page. Uh, interesting videos, good good curation on um, right wing stuff. It's good account. Uh, yeah. Um, the presidential spiritual advisor, Paula White, is currently leading an impassioned prayer service in an effort to secure Donald Trump's re-election. So uh, this video has 20 million views, which is pretty pretty crazy. I'm, I'm, and, and it's only been posted 13 hours ago as of the time of recording. Uh, do you guys mind if I just play this for a little bit? Let's do it. Strike and 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 strike until you have victory for every enemy that is aligned against you. Let there be that we would strike the ground for you will give us victory, God. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. I mean, like. I, I do. I, I respect the uh, you, you like when you're a pastor and that kind of stuff, you have to repeat things to get it in people's heads. I think that's what's going on here. It's funny because there's like an aide or someone on the stage, like walking behind her back and yeah. forth, just like looking at his phone. Yeah, there's like a guy with a backpack that's just kind yeah. of like hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. Oh, he has like a like some sort of robe or something and reading is that like scripture thing i i, I don't he's he's going to be moses in the christmas play and he's like reading up on his lines and getting familiar with the stage and he's got his costume in hand yeah it's very weird it, it, and i don't know if it's an empty mega church or something covid related i don't know it's it's all kind of spooky but um this is kind I, of my sister's she, mo, by the way. But she speaks oh, in really? tongues. She speaks in tongues at a certain yeah. point in the video, and uh, she, you know, she really goes for it. Yeah. Well, here's another little clip I would like to hear. I want to hear what Paula White says. Uh, this this uh, is described as Paula White battles the demonic confederacies that are attempting to steal the election from Trump. Let's let's take a listen. We break and divide every demonic confederacy against the election, against America, against that who you have declared to be in the White House. We break it up in the name of Jesus. We lose confusion into every demonic confederacy directed right now at this election, directed specifically at the six states. We come against people that are working in high levels right now with demonic confederacies and secrecy <laughs> and demonic plans and networks. We break- I, I like this term, demonic confederacies That's yeah it idea. sounds like a really sick like metal album yeah it does and you could wear you would be really go- cool merch like mm-hmm. a like a uh a dickies jacket that says demonic confederacies on in the an back inscrutable font 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, Paula White, you're you're absolutely nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah, your your uh, your full name is Paula Michelle White Kane, uh, nay fur. That's cool. <laughs> you can uh, make Born, it Paula fur. Born uh, April twentieth. <clears throat> interestingly enough. Mm. Yeah, it, very interesting. Glad you pointed that out. Four twenty. Also, there's a birthday with Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why we needed to bring that up, but um, yeah, from May 2014 to May 2019, she was senior pastor of New Destiny Christian Center in Apopka, Florida, um, a non-denominational multicultural megachurch. I have a feeling it's not necessarily non-denominational and not necessarily multicultural. <laughs> that must be how Trump uh, found her yes. in Florida. Let's get a let's let's finish this off with our final uh, hero anti-hero of the week. Let's do it. All right, hold on. And this is a this is a, something that's been happening uh, quite a bit. Maybe will be ha be happening more in the time between recording and when you actually hear this. But these guys, the, this guy and Paula White, they're trendsetters. They're sort of ahead of the vanguard, and yeah. so they're no notable Americans this week. Yeah, this yeah. was the and initial. Again, this was the kind of uh, the Paul Revere of, you know, of this moment. <laughs> yeah. The, Paula yeah. White's sort of like the Bob Dylan of today with her, her reign is going to fall. Yep. Spiritual salvation reign song. And now this guy's, yeah, kind of the Paul Revere with his, his repeated chants. Yeah. So maybe you've seen this video as well uh, going around Twitter, but uh, somebody, uh, a Trump supporter is upset with the vote counting in Clark County. Um, Unsure where that is. I believe that's, that's Nevada. 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 That's Nevada, yeah. right? Nevada? Nevada. Yeah, Nevada. Yep. Um, a desert state. I've been there twice. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's 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 take a listen. So the uh, I believe the county clerk or somebody associated with the county clerk was giving a speech to the press to announce like how the uh, results are coming in, and he was uh, burst in upon or <laughs> something like that uh, by a Trump supporter who was upset. Let's take a listen. Family stealing the election. The media is covering up. The Biden crime family stealing this election. The media is covering up. The Biden crime family stealing this election. The media is covering up. We want our freedom for the world. Give us our freedom, <laughs> Joe Biden. Joe Biden is covering up this election. He's stealing it. And then he just nice. walks away. Then he yeah, walks, walks away. away. Yeah. He didn't want to be, be like taken away or anything you just walked away i feel like nice that's of kind of yeah i feel like that's kind of the secret for these people is to just sort of let them go until they run out of breath and then they'll just leave yeah, yeah. i want to be able to do that with something i just i there's nothing in my life that i feel so passionate about that i would do that yeah i've yeah. never i've never heard the biden crime family either that's interesting the, the syndicate of the biden yeah. i've never uh <laughs> it's sort of a carryover from 2016 yeah it's like a rehash it's very interesting. And so like a lot of people were going in on this guy because uh, he was wearing a sleeveless t-shirt that says barbecue, beer and freedom. Yeah. He's got a very fun, he's got a uh, blonde in his hair. He's got yeah. like a cool summer look. Yep. Over he's, in the desert. He's very much like he kind of encapsulates barbecue, beer and freedom. Like I would <laughs> yeah. enjoy a barbecue with this guy, a beer with this guy. And like, then a bit of freedom afterwards because it but was, maybe if we're not talking politics but like yeah. he seems like he has just good positive energy in his day-to-day -day life yeah what if what if this is just his um like his tone of voice like everything <laughs> when he goes to like the when he goes to whole foods right to get his uh organic uh coffee and stuff like that he's just like yelling like where is the organic coffee and oh yeah he definitely buys his, his burgers and his beer 
uh, at Whole Foods. Yeah, he's an impossible burger guy. That yeah. what what you don't see is it says it says barbecue, but in in white font on his white <laughs> shirt it says vegan barbecue, and then Plant it based. says like uh, in white font above beer it says like non alcoholic beer. beer. <laughs> yeah, gluten natural beer. wild yeast beer and like um, freedom. He, that that that's just regular. He's he's into freedom too. But uh, yeah, so so there's 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 clearly some uh, people who are upset with some of the results. I don't know if if you know. Well, he's clearly only talking about the Biden crime family. Apparently, not not any third party candidates. Don't think he knows Joe Jorgensen, Brock Pierce, uh, <laughs> some of our friends. He uh, would be so excited to find out about Joe Jorgensen. I I agree. If he if he only knew. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but yeah, a total the- total hero. Yeah, and these two heroes are sort of <laughs> these two people are kind of encapsulating the the fervor and the the frenzy of what's going on in America right now. They're yeah, loud fever, and proud. Fevered pitch, fevered pitch, and that's kind of the American way, you know. Like, and that's what makes it so interesting. And yeah, I know all this shit's exhausting with all this uh, election stuff, but it is kind of amazing the uh, the American how how elections happen in America. I'm like always obsessed and like fascinated with um, how America does stuff like elections yeah and these these people are like a little scary maybe and they're sort of like you know conspiracy minded uh uh sort of freakouts. but i think it's good they're being loud they're getting the energy out so that way they're going to be ready for the next four years to just to barbecue and to have some That's beer right. and to just chill out yeah grill pill i mean like uh i i don't mean to you, you mentioned conspiracy i don't mean to take this into a conspiratorial way but why wouldn't it uh you know if i was in the biden biden crime family i mean campaign the uh two <laughs> i would just go, like go straight to central casting or whatever because that exists that's a that's like a business called central casting mm-hmm. i would be like listen i need a sun-baked blonde man with a sleeveless t-shirt <laughs> and they'd be like okay and then i'd be like listen buddy you're gonna go uh just run up to the city clerk and say that Trump's your man and just make Trump supporters look like absolute weirdos, which I mean, uh, (laughs) you know, like, well, that is half the country, but, um, you know, like just do this and, uh, that that's dirty politics. I don't know, but, uh, who knows? Could happen. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, it's been fun. We're, we're probably not going to be closing <clears throat> this chapter on the uh, election 2020 coverage uh, here at, with the Blue Man Group on the Ron XC News Network. But uh, Devin... You have a lot of third-party coverage to get to. And then maybe eventually we'll talk about uh, the other two parties. But it seems unlikely with the amount of stuff we have to cover. Agreed, 100%. Uh, I was going to say, Devin, thank you very much. John, thank you very much. Thank you. And listeners, yeah, we will see you next week. And I will also see you on the Ron XC News Network stream with uh, our election call-in hotline, uh, which is no longer the election call-in hotline. It's just called um, the hotline. (laughs) (laughs) So give me a call. All right. We'll talk soon. Everybody, bye-bye. This is the Blue Man. This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group.